0: It's a place that you'd love to go, but you just don't want to go there with all the people.
3: Uh, everywhere.
0: We'll explain that a little bit better. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. 1071 This is the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071, streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. And uh, Bradley, why are we asking this question?
3: Okay. so there's this place in New York City. Uh, it's a ramen restaurant. It's called Ichiran. Uh, Ichiran. And it is considered the ultimate spot for introverts. And I thought to myself, oh, what a world we could live Mm. in without people. Um, This Japan-based restaurant, Ichidan, is known for its solo dining booths. So basically, you go dine alone. And here's how it works. You place your order by filling out a form, telling them exactly what you want. A waiter will come take the form without even saying hello to you. Okay. A few moments later, a steaming hot bowl of ramen appears. You enjoy the ramen. And when you're finished, boop, boop, you press a button and the empty bowl is taken away. All of this happens without a single spoken interaction. Now, That just made me think like, oh, what a world we could live in. Could we have like introvert Thursday where it was just like everything is people free Mm -hmm. except for me? Or maybe, you know, you get to have your own people Thursday. We'll have to figure out the logistics. Mm -hmm. This particular story was not necessarily focused on the introvert side of things. That's just where I took off from it. But what you should know is because people might ask like, well, why would somebody create a restaurant like this? Like this just seems like kind of a buzzkill for most people. The reason is they actually were focused on the food and apparently to enjoy the food and be one with it's a very Japanese thing, Mm -hmm. right? To be very just focused Focused on on the food, mm -hmm. the flavor in the moment, the taste, the blah, blah, blah. You can appreciate all the senses of your, you know, dining experience without all of the madness and chaos and. Uh, cacophony of people around you mm-hmm. so that was why they sort of created this experience but to me it really just got me thinking about like oh my god could we do this with a grocery store mm. could we have a grocery store where imagine it colleen it's like introvert thursday and like there could be a few other people in the grocery store i'm fine with that but when you go to check out the moral of this story is you don't have to have awkward conversation with the checkout mm-hmm. person. Mm-hmm. It's not that you don't like them mm-hmm. or you don't want them to have a job. Mm-hmm. It's that you don't want to have to come up with a fake story to talk to them about or a story that, you know what I mean? You know, that You don't want to have to do the dumb small talk stuff. Yes. No small Where talk.
0: Where you're like, Oh, it's the weather outside. It's yeah. the Doing weather.
3: anything fun this weekend. Right. You know what my answer always is? No, this is it. Literally when I'm getting my hair cut, when I'm going through the uh, grocery line, when I'm anywhere, I have to interact with people and they're like, so what are you doing this weekend? This is it. That's my go-to response. Cause I don't, it's not that I don't like people. I mean, is it? you know, for the most part, I want them to exist on planet earth, but I just, I don't, that's you not just my don't, favorite. You want
0: to make a decision about when you can interact with people. Yeah. Six, five, one, six, four, one, one, oh, seven, one. What's the place you'd love to go, but you just don't want all the people there. <laughs> I, you know, I think about this. Uh, there's a couple things. Number one, uh, like shopping mm. specifically for clothing.
3: Oh God, clothing would be perfect. Like
0: I would love it if I could just like, I don't know, submit before because I don't, I want to be able to go to the place and I want to be able to see and touch and feel and try on the clothing But I don't necessarily want to have to have the conversations around the clothing, like the people all up in your grill who are like, how does that fit? Do you like Is it snug in your hip area? Do you need a different size? You know what I think
3: is I Uh -uh. think if you got this color with this color. Mm -mm.
0: No, no, I want to be able to do is just be like, push a button like I'm going to need another size or and just have it like arrive in the room Mm -hmm. so that I can have the experience Mm -hmm. with it. Without the people we
3: probably sound real rude, rude.
0: I don't care, but it's not rude because no, like I like said, people yes. and I,
3: I like to look at people, too. Yeah. I love to spend lots of time looking at people. Um,
0: <laughs> I just don't want the awkwardness. Like, I'm actually saying that I want this it, it, so that I'm not rude to people <laughs> because I just I want to I just want to have me. I want to have the, my time also to. I wish that there were a good, easy way to have a signal when you're maybe um, I'm trying to think of like a like sometimes you have to get your hair cut or you have to get nails done or something like a, something like that. Sometimes I feel like talking to that a person when that's happening. Sometimes I don't. And I wish that there were like maybe a button or like a.
3: Yeah, no, I just wish I light. most days I don't want to talk to that person. And it's not because, again, I don't it's like I'm particularly frustrated with that person or I don't like people. It's that, like, I, this is a moment for me to just, like, check out and kind of just You ab- find your absorb. your peaceful mm-hmm.
2: space drifting around, touching sweaters, and staring off into the and distance. And I bet they don't
3: care either. The person that's doing my hair, they're just doing it because, you know, they got some dumb checklist because their manager's, like, uh, you know, uh, breathing down their neck going, like, Did you ask them three different times to do X, Y, and Z? And you have to engage the customer. You have to make the customer feel. I used to train people how to do that. They have all these kinds of rules that then put the person behind the counter in an awkward position that they feel like they need to involve you in that social interaction when most times they don't. So it'll work for them. It'll work for me. Call it Introvert Thursday. We're (laughs) going to start it next week.
0: Uh, Let's go to Peach. Peach is on the phone. Oh, I like Peach. Peach, where would you like to have your introvert moment? What's the place you'd love to go, but without people? Well, this happened yesterday, and I was just so
3: thinking, would you stop talking to me, please? I was in a colonoscopy. (laughs) Oh, God! No! No! On the bench, or on the the gurney, or whatever you call it, and we're waiting for the doctor to come in. We've already asked, you know, are there any questions?
2: No, I have no questions. We're good to go. We can just sit in silence. So, oh, did you have to come far
0: today? Where do you uh, live?
2: No. no. no oh, no. yeah. No, all you're,
0: kinds of small, no. awkward talks before the doctor came in. And I'm like, can I
2: just lay
3: here? Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, you're like,
0: Disney? we're about to get real intimate. Can I just have some peace and quiet to myself? Yeah,
3: that's a good one. Thanks, that's Peach. That's great.
0: Thank you so much. And let's go to Eddie. Uh, Eddie, where is the... <laughs> that's so funny. Where's the place you'd love to go, but you just don't want anybody else there getting all up in your business?
3: Health Club. Absolutely to have the pool or the machines or anything to yourself as a dream mm. and having to be kind and polite and all of that uh is a pain in the butt when you just want to do your workout oh and
0: especially in the like in the locker room yeah can we be real like no small talk in the locker room
3: no small talk in the locker room no one else in the whirlpool or the steam room or the yeah. sauna you just want to have the whole place to yourself. Yes,
0: yeah. Eddie. Thank you so much. That's a wonderful That's good one, day. Eddie. <laughs> All right. Well, Introvert Thursday. I'm Introvert for it. Thursday, We've yeah. got some logistics to work out. Stay tuned. Um, we'll be working through that again.
3: I'm telling you, like, I, we were talking a little bit about this early uh, earlier today. Uh, when I go see my mom, she lives in Naples. When I go see her in the off season, it's literally, I'm like, someday I will live this life because... Yeah. Yes, it's busy during the high season, but when it's not the touristy season, you have the whole like town to yourself. You just
0: want to go to the place where the people aren't. Yes. And then when the people come, you want to yes. go to the place where they left. Yes. And go to there and yes. be in that space. Mhm. Mhm. That place. All right, when we come back on the <laughs> Colleen and Bradley show, our friend Paul oh. mcguire Grimes from Paul's Trip to the Movies is here to tell us what's in theaters and what we can watch at home this weekend on My Talk 107 from Paul's trip to the movies has joined us today again like he does every Friday uh, to tell us what to watch this weekend it's the Colleen and Bradley show My Talk One O Seven One, streaming live at mytalk 1071.com <laughs> everything entertainment Colleen Lindstrom Bradley trainer and I'm telling you what with that snow out there I think we all want to know what to put our eyeballs on this weekend.
1: Thanks for having me. Thank
0: you for being here, Paul. So the first thing, and I've been looking forward to hearing more about this movie, uh, is Boy Erased.
3: It's got a lot of buzz.
1: A lot of buzz right now, and it is a true story about a young man named Jared. He's played by Lucas Hedges, and he is forced to go into a gay conversion therapy program when he comes out to his dad and mom. His dad, played by Russell Crowe, happens to be the local pastor in their Arkansas town. Mm-hmm. And you also have Nicole Kidman, who is playing his mother. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and again, true story. True story takes place in kind of what era?
1: Like like a couple years ago. Like it's
0: not like very recent. Within the
1: last decade, yes.
0: Because people might think that this doesn't happen as much anymore. Right? It does. Oh, it
1: completely does. And I think that's why we think that it doesn't happen is because we live in a far more. accepting society but mm-hmm. then not to turn this into a political talk but when you have politicians that believe in gay conversion therapy and that's part of their platform or whatever you then have to realize okay well what is that actually I don't know anyone that's going through that I don't know what that is and this movie really takes us into that especially if especially if you know someone that is gay or that came out like I did in college the movie goes back and forth between that time while he's at the program and then him in college discovering what his truth is and it really got to me, mm. you know, cause so who's
3: I was in this movie again. So
1: it's Lucas Hedges and he was nominated for Manchester by the sea. He's mm. the young man in Manchester by the sea. Nicole Kidman, Russell Crowe plays parents. And then Joel Edgerton, who's a fantastic actor. He also wrote and directed this based on this memoir. And then Troy Savant, the kids may know who Troy Savant is. He's, he plays one of the other members of the program and he sings the theme, the, the theme song. of the movie. singer, right? Yeah. He's yeah. a great singer. He's mm. a young great singer. And I love, one of the things that I love about it too, is that they actually cast gay men in Mm -hmm. the movie as well, Mm -hmm. instead of like trying to straight wash, gay wash, you know, straight actress playing gay. Um, But to get that, and I think Joel really takes a very soft approach to, and I mean that in a good way, like there's the hesitation, the kind of gentle approach to him coming out. Then once you get to the scenes in the program, you realize how awful and Mm -hmm. dangerous these places are. Mm -hmm. When you see a young man that is literally being beaten with Bibles to whip it out, like to beat to beat this out of mm-hmm. them, it, it just, it, it gets to you. Mm. And then to see the relationships between the mom and the son and how she is struggling with, I love my son and I know that he's telling his truth, but this isn't how I was raised. And now my husband is also very like anti what's going on. and she She's feels really torn. in the
0: middle,
1: yeah. yes. And, and because there's no Cole Kidman who can do no wrong, right. She's got some great monologues and you're just heartbroken over, you know,
0: so a really good performance
1: from her. Yes, maybe so not the movie. That, maybe it's not the movie you rancher. want for an
0: escape in, it's, it's in the It's not weather, an escape movie, but, but it's an a, important one.
1: Yes, and it's a smaller one out there that maybe you won't hear about, but you should definitely go see and then have those conversations with with your teens, with those people in your life that that may be struggling. Mm-hmm.
0: Absolutely. So, how many? I'm giving it stubs? four out of five
1: ticket subs. We wow. may see this round awards consideration. I think they're definitely going to try to push it. Go see Boy erase. This
0: was one that was featured uh, here, right, for at the, the Minneapolis Film Fest. 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 Yes, Fest. Okay. it was. Yeah, yeah. And 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 people, from what I understand, it was received very, very well. well. Yeah, I, I
1: I would be surprised if you didn't have a reaction coming out of it. Mm-hmm. Oh, sure. Yeah. All
3: All right, right, so you've got, it looks like something for uh, those of us who maybe don't want to go outside. (laughs)
1: Right. So we've got two picks. One is a movie that I've talked about before, but it's the best movie of the year that you can now watch home. It's called Black Klansman. Mm -hmm. Again, another powerful movie, probably not escapism, but based on a true story about a black cop in the 70s who decided to infiltrate the local chapter of the KKK Mm -hmm. and how he has one of his other cops, played by Adam Driver, pose in person as him. Mm-hmm. And this is one of those, like, I cannot believe this is a true story because it's so crazy. It's directed by Spike Lee and stars John David Washington, Denzel Washington's son mm. as the main guy. And when you, like, those genes have been passed down. He's got the force, the, like, voice, the presence, and it is, it's a fascinating story.
3: Well, and I imagine, too, that um if it's a Spike Lee movie, then perhaps there's a certain amount of humor in it, so it's not going to be totally yes, a I mean,
1: serious uh, slog, if you will. right. I mean, you, he captures that balance really well of not being super melodramatic about the topic, having up like this balance between finding not even the humor in it, but he directs some of his actors to be like elevated. So you're mm-hmm. laughing about how absurd it is while you're being punched and kicked in the gut at the same time mm. of the images that you see on screen. And this came out on the one year anniversary of the Charlottesville riots. Mm-hmm. And there's a very good reason for that. And I don't want to ruin what that reason is, but it becomes very apparent by the end of the movie mm. and if you don't have that reaction then you're not paying attention to what's going on
0: right Interesting now. Okay. Interesting. Black okay. Klansman.
1: What did you originally give it? 5 out of 5 tickets. Oh, it. It's okay. my it's the best movie. I remember
0: hear. you saying that and I, and I you were very and you've had like haven't you had like two 5 two. out of 5?
1: That and Stars Born.
0: Yes. Okay. So those are going to be the ones to no, be paying that. attention to. is <laughs> <The stars laughs>
3: Born, not, not Black Clan. I know. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, Stephen Deaner hosted the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show
0: You hate that?
3: No, I hate that he's given it five oh, okay. stars. Because stars
1: I'm yeah. like giving it credit. Yeah. I'm like saying how really great it is. Yeah.
0: Well, so those are the two yes. that we need to be paying attention to this year, what come award season. Right. So you might as well get your homework done right now. Yes. Start that and start homework. Start that one right and start, watch, start watching uh, Black Klansmen this weekend. Uh, and then you've got another one that's just kind of a, something we this should be watching escapism. streaming. Yes.
1: So it is The Haunting of Hill House. I don't okay, often so do TV. So you braved this one on halloween my husband and i binged all 10 episodes oh my God, on did all, halloween? yes what we were like we're gonna go all in we started at uh one one uh-huh. and then plowed our way through to wow. the end. And things that I love about it is, yes, it's known for being scary and there are some good jump scares, but like a really great Stephen King novel is that Mike Flanagan, who wrote and directed it, really cares about these characters. You feel for this family and what they're going through as it flashes back and forth between them as kids in this house and now as adults and how we see that this trauma has affected all five of them and how they're reacting to Mm -hmm. what happened to them as kids. Interesting. That is what to me was great was Mm -hmm. the character evolution of what is happening to this family, the fractured relationships, how they're coming together when tragedy happens again and how they're all dealing with it very differently. And if there's a right or wrong reason to how you deal with trauma and death.
0: Okay. So, uh, okay. That actually makes me want to see it. Thank you. Makes me want to watch it because all I've been hearing about
1: is that it's just scary. Right. And I think that's what's, hurting people by watching it because yeah, it's I not
3: I don't do horror right? right
1: but it's in. for my opinion it's more of a character study and the first couple episodes aren't all that scary because it's it's introducing us to who these characters are so then people are like well it wasn't scary in the first episode so we turned it off I'm like okay well, give it time give it time because yeah. then you're going to be sucked into these characters and then when things really start to go south you're like holy Hannah what is going on so I read like an
0: interesting theory and I don't know if it's like and I don't even know if I should say it But I read an interesting theory about the show that made me want to watch it, um, about the characters in Mm -hmm. the show, and about what they represent, and it fascinated me, should I say it, that they represent the stages of grief.
1: I mean that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I thought
0: it was really interesting and I thought, yes. well, that makes me want to see the show.
1: Right. And how that is manifested. I know. And look for ghosts, because there are tons of hidden ah. ghosts in background shots that now we want to watch the whole thing oh, all over again. Okay. I might just have to hit that one this weekend. Do it. Thank
0: you so much, Paul McGuire. Paul's trip to the movies, check him out online, check out his podcast as well. When we come back, Crazy Stupid Idiots on My Talk 1071. Dumb people doing dumb things. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And we call those dumb people doing dumb things crazy stupid idiots.
1: Well then, I guess one could say, that's a crazy stupid idiot. Yeah.
0: Colleen and Bradley
2: present CSI.
1: It stands for crazy, stupid idiots.
3: It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, <laughs> stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again. Oftentimes in the state of Florida. Florida. Yep. That's actually where we're going to start. And there's a special audio uh, delight that we can share in related mm. to this next story. Holly, do you have the honors? Yeah.
1: Take your pants off. I don't even know your name. Okay, Bendover.
3: Oh, <laughs> ben? I know What they did? Okay, stop. <laughs> I thought this was a, the local news report of this particular story. No,
2: actually, that was from the movie Fletch Lives. That's oh, from fun. Fletch Lives. How exciting! And let's play. I was like, wow, this is very dramatic.
3: So what? What is he saying? Ann?
2: Well, he says that his uh, name is Bendover. Have you not seen Fletch, Bradley?
3: No, but I was merely pointing that out to make the point that it is relevant to this first story. So I want to tell you about a guy in Florida. His name is Ben Dover.
0: That's his given name?
3: No, that's actually not oh. his name. His name is Andrew Layton. He's 22 years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is a Palm Harbor resident. And uh, he was, um, well... He was pulled over, uh, actually not pulled over. He was asked to leave a park in Palm Harbor, which is a suburb of St. Petersburg. And uh, when they asked him his name, he told the deputies the following. Ben Dover. That is the name he gave police instead of his actual name. He then gave the cop the middle finger. Oh. And uh, got in the deputy's face as if he was going to hit him. He then fled on foot, but was apprehended after a short chase because... Well, I think if you're running from cops, mm-hmm. they're probably eventually going to catch yeah. you.
0: Mm-hmm. Also, if you give them not your real name and tell them your name Bend is Ben Dover, and then give them the finger, they're probably angry enough to. I also just up their speed a little bit.
3: Yeah, I mean he's 22, but this just seems like a very 16 year old thing to do. Like, what's your name, sir? My name's Ben Dover. Yeah, yeah. and then middle <laughs> finger, and then bang. Okay. Okay. okay well uh-huh. anyway okay. that's that
0: something tells me uh they'll meet him again after he's released for this particular incident they'll probably under a different name yeah see him Philip. a few times in life this is not Philip. a person oh I would yeah to do that one yeah careful <laughs> <laughs> careful uh i would like to go let's go international for this next story okay we're going to brazil where we find ourselves at a, a pageant of sorts. It's the Miss Bum Bum 2018. Oh, Miss Bum Bum! Pageant. Um, oh, you know, every year. you know of Miss Bum Bum, yeah, Bradley? every year. This is a very big deal in uh, Brazil. It's uh, actually a staple. It is the uh, Miss Bum Bum competition that celebrates, as you might imagine, the best booties of Brazil. <laughs> it's the best butts, of, best bum bums, in fact, of Brazil. Um, well, things did not go as planned at the uh, culmination of the Miss Bum Bum 2018.
3: What is the culmination of the Miss Bum Bum that one wonders? <laughs>
0: well, they were they sashed Miss Bum Bum. And uh, there, there was another contestant who was not pleased with the winner of Miss Bum Bum. Uh, so Ellen Santana was crowned Miss Bum Bum 2018. But Alina Uva was not pleased with this
3: result. Okay.
0: And she uh, felt that she probably had earned that title, rather. She
3: should have been Miss Bum-Bum.
0: Exactly. So she emerged from the lineup of other Miss Bum-Bum contestants and helped herself to the sash, took it off of Ellen Santana's body, put it on herself, and then announced to everybody. Now, imagine this is like a televised event, you know. Uh, and she says, I fulfilled all the rules of the game. My butt is real. Her butt is plastic. Ooh. Miss Bum Bum is a farce. I could prove this. A farts? Miss Bum Bum is a farts. I could prove all this. In any how do you case, prove that? I don't know how. She was not able to prove all of this. Um, the crown was. Given back to Ms. The Ellen Ms. Santana, bum bum. she is the the reigning Ms. Bum Bum, twenty eighteen. You'll remember but that you know, name.
3: I could understand how that would feel if you felt, felt like, like you, you had, had a the really best booty bum. You know your your bum bum was superior. That you, you know, And you natural. Would, you would be unhappy if somebody was trying to get all up in that with a fake bum bum. Mm-hmm.
0: Can we talk about how big Miss <laughs> Bum Bum is? In Brazil. This is real.
3: It's not nice to body shame No, people. I'm not
0: even. I'm talking about how...
3: Popular? B- what a big deal That's Miss Bum I, Bum yeah. is. Because the way you said it's it was big. kind of hilarious.
0: Um, the winner of the Miss Bum Bum contest gets 50,000 Brazilian reels, which is equivalent to about $17,500 in endorsement deals. In, And then they also become one of Brazil's top celebrities just for having the best bum bum in
3: brazil that is i mean hey look it's an honest day's work that is amazing yeah for having a good bum bum i mean we should do that here
0: well kim kardashian but,
3: but. has no because her ass ain't real
0: Mm-mm. it is a farce no yeah. her and her You're sisters
3: right. and all them they got fake butts
0: she's got a plastic she, yeah. the rest of us have fulfilled all the rules of the like, game i was just looking through Hers the story is plastic and it's a farce and I love that
3: Brazil is very progressive. This year's competition saw the inclusion of two trans yes. women for the first time.
0: Isn't that awesome?
3: Although this wasn't accepted by all the participants. Well, apparently uh, the contestants get a little upset uh, about frustrated, A little yeah.
2: cheeky about it. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What
3: a that! Yeah. There you go. Should we go on to another story?
0: No, I wanted to sit with this one a little longer. Ah! Thank
3: you. What a farts. Okay, hey, um, this one actually does have audio that's not from a movie. I know this because I listened to it. And uh, this all involves a, a speed racer. So I'm going to set it up for you by saying that before the audio, I believe you're about to hear, a cop was chasing a lady to the tune of 140 miles an hour. Holy buckets. Um, so let's have a listen to hear. And I think what you're going to hear is mostly the cop talking about something that happened after he pulled the lady over. You got to go under the truck, too. Okay, so that That'll is go. the sound of a police officer having chased a woman who's going 90 in the opposite direction of traffic. He decides, uh, after a U-turn, to cross the median, dr- uh, catch up to her by doing 140 miles an hour mm-hmm. in his cruiser, which is why you hear him say thing, uh, say something like, uh, "I don't normally do that. I don't recommend mm-hmm. that, but sometimes you got to do what you got to do," or something like that, right? So uh, the problem is, when he went 140 miles an hour to catch the speeder, his vehicle burst into flames. Oh my gosh. Which, I didn't know that was a thing. Me neither. That would discourage people from speeding if they knew that. Although...
0: Would it? I mean, we do have a whole segment I mean, called you Crazy Stupidity. If you
3: gotta get up to 140 for that to happen, I feel like that's like a big window. Oh, so, that's crazy. So you, you, if you look at the the actual video of that happening, it's fully in flames. I mean, there is no... Like question oh, that's about it? A wow, smoker? No, it's like, yeah, wow, isn't that crazy?
0: That is insane. Mm-hmm. Also, 140 miles per hour. That sounds like fast. The, that sounds so scary. Like you'd lose control of the vehicle and yeah. something bad might happen. Luckily,
3: he's probably a professional, but I would not be trying that myself. Oh
0: my gosh! All right. Well, on that note, he's okay the car is not yeah
3: he was okay the car is not okay yes she got still got her ticket she got
0: her ticket <laughs> he was able to uh still write her a ticket in while the fire was burning all right when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show 245 every day we like to play a little game we call it the throwback live we're going to do just that after this on my talk 1071 it is time for the friday edition of the throwback live on the Colleen and yes! Bradley show my talk 1071 streaming live at mytalk1071.com Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, and your Throwback Live.
1: It's time for the Festivus Feats of Strength. Actually, it's time for the Throwback Live. At two forty-five. Hit it, sweep the leg. I must predict. Win just one for the Kimber. Colleen versus Bradley.
0: Oh, nerd versus party girl. In
1: a pop culture audio battle. Now before we do this, let's go over the ground rules. Rule number one: no touching of the hair or face. And now your host,
2: run this
1: Holly Roberts.
2: T G I F. Yes, queen. Uh, I'm just going to keep saying that all day. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's great. It's time for Friday's edition of the Throwback Live at 2.45. Here are the rules of the game. We're going to play five vintage pop culture audio clips. The first to identify three correctly wins the Throwback Live at 2.45. And Colleen and Bradley buzz in by yelling out their names. Colleen! Bradley! Just like that. Now,
3: the two of
2: us. You and I. Sing it. Mm Mm-hmm. As it stands right now, here uh, are the total victory tallies for Colleen and Bradley. Colleen, you have 74 victories. You won yesterday. Yes, I did. And Bradley, you have 80. 8 baby. Yeah, let's see who wins today. Yes. in the house. Let's play our first vintage pop culture audio it. clip. Yeah. Uh-huh. Wow.
3: Wow. Bradley Trainer. Bradley. That's different strokes. (sighs) Yes! And if you had said different strokes, I would have called a foul. That's true. To the beat, sing it, drum. What might be be right for you (laughs) may not be right for some. A man is born, he's a man of dreams. And along come two mean, sorry. They They got got nothing but the genes. They got. They got different strokes it takes. Different strokes it takes Different strokes to move the world Yes, yeah, it does that's the Good one. Everybody's got a special kind of story Everybody's got a way to shine It don't matter that you got
0: Not a lot So what? You'll have theirs, You'll have yours And I'll have mine today together we'll be Because it takes Different strokes to move the world Yes, it does It takes Different strokes to move the world Mm. Oh, wow. Yeah. I don't know if that I feel was fun. Like that was a fun, really, for <laughs> all. I was actually swallowing my spit when you when I tried to say my name, and that's why I didn't say it first. Okay, that's my well, excuse that today. It's nice excuse. You know, Thank you. And that was really, right really, really lame. Sure. It's true. All oh,
2: right.
3: It's the mean, truth. You just still didn't get it. Mm. So. I
0: know, but I wanted you to know why. Well, okay.
2: Bradley has one point. Mm-hmm. Colleen has yet to score. Fine.
3: Clear out your spit.
2: I'm working on it. <laughs>
0: Moving yeah, on, that was not me for the record. <laughs>
2: to our second vintage pop culture audio clip, here it is. <laughs>
3: come on, Bradley Trainer. Oh, Bradley, Home Alone. She was, yes. yelling, oh, Kevin, Kevin, yeah,
2: Kevin, yeah, come yeah. mm-hmm.
0: Okay
2: yeah I spit in the way
0: that time. no, my ears were
2: uh, one of those movies that wouldn't even be able to exist in 2018. Where's Kevin? text him
0: okay. Yeah, or or, I don't know. You don't even have to text him. Golo, open up the Find Friends (laughs) uh, app on your phone. Yeah. Oh, there he is. He's at home. All right. I'm going to go.
3: I'm Bradley Trainer, and I'm Don McLean. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like this: A list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out.
0: Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this
3: is Chris Jenner,
0: LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends.
3: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
2: Miss this flight book another one. Yeah, no we'll big deal. Okay,
3: really. Pete, we've done this before, so we don't need to keep doing it every time Home Alone comes up as a cultural reference.
0: Wait, <laughs> what? What we just did?
3: Yes. Oh. Holly is constantly like "Eh, cell phones. eh." We know. (laughs) Am I? Cell phones have been around for like. like
2: I don't one. Actually, I've heard
3: heard it half a dozen times. That's the first
0: time.
2: Yeah, that's the first time
3: we've had. that. now. Bring
0: up, bring up Dirty Dancing, and then that's a whole different conversation. Don't
2: even talk to me about the music
3: coming from
2: the needle off of the records. (laughs) Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Don't even get me started. So I'm not.
3: Why did you do that? I just to her because cheese on fish holly our resident <laughs> don't curmudgeon. talk
2: to
0: me also about the hair on happy days okay.
3: moving on the to our, oh, oh you know what
2: it's
1: please. also
0: on little house on the prairie mm-hmm. same Ann thing Lover and Shirley, but same that was kind thing. Of... it was not that you know they did not have the like 70s flow in pioneer days yeah pinky tuscadero uh, had feathered it's hair it's called
3: a tv show i want accuracy not in my the TV smithsonian shows. institution just play the dumb clip and now for something completely different.
2: Bradley, <laughs> Bradley.
3: That, I don't know what that is. So I'm going to take a wild guess. And now for something completely different. I am going to guess that that is Monty Python. Oh my god! Jolly good, well done. That was the sound of me dancing. Because <laughs> I totally pulled that out of my keister.
0: Donnie was like, I, if Donnie could will an answer to you through the double-plated glass, he was. Doing it. I was. Glass, I was, he was. Did you know what it
3: was? No. Oh, okay. Would you have known what it was? No. Okay. Then I feel a little. Bit I would have pulled something completely different out of my keister. Like
0: what did he win?
2: Congratulations, Bradley Trainer! You won today's Throwback Live at 2:45, and you won yourself a vintage Happy Days lunchbox complete with
0: moldy. Beverage container. You oh, know,
2: what? I feel good about that, I was going to
3: say, the, the beverage containers always leaked, and they I would get that, that black algae around the...
0: I think that was mold.
3: Algae? Well, it was like an algal <laughs> consistency. I think that was mold. Hey, I got a new oil for the kitchen that is made out of algae. I'm going to try it this weekend. It's like a cooking oil. <laughs> nice segue.
0: Okay. Um,
2: <laughs> I don't even know what to do. <laughs> Somebody's here. Yeah, there's yeah, olive oil, coconut donnie, oil, and algae oil. Oh, Give it, it up for think. Donnie. Hello, oh, Donnie. Hi, oh, Donnie. Surprised Holly's no, no, no. Donnie's donnie. pretty good. I'm trying to have a conversation with you, Donnie. You interrogate Donnie. Who, Who is Donnie? Hi, Donnie. Speaking
3: of TV shows that totally got the music wrong, and Holly, you would appreciate this. In uh, this was in uh, the Wonder Years, which I think ended. Uh, it was supposed to be about 1975. Mm-hmm. And they're playing. Uh, remember Johnny Rivers, slow dancing, swaying to the muse. Remember that song? Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. yeah, that didn't come out until two years later. Oh my gosh! So they couldn't I mean, play that
0: at the dance. Why? Well, you know what? That makes me just hate the whole show now. That's Allegedly,
2: right. supposedly, I was reading about the Queen biopic Bohemian oh, Rhapsody. Okay. There we go. Right, that go they're ahead. playing music out of order. Ah, oh. uh, uh-huh. the <laughs> nerve! Shocking. Seriously, you can't do that. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Just like in Happy Days, you can't put down the needle what is your, on the... No, here's, what's
3: your issue with Happy Days? Well,
2: my issue with Happy Days is the hair. Pinky Truscadero and other characters have feathered hair in a show that's supposed uh. to be taking place in the 1950s. You can't have 70s hair in the 50s.
3: This, so, yeah, Donnie, okay. you were alive back then and paying <laughs> attention. I mean, we were maybe like, you know, zygotes, but... Um, <laughs> Wow, did it, has anybody addressed this very controversial issue? No, just Holly. Just Holly. Okay, I'm okay.
0: telling you in Dirty Dancing.
3: But now Holly, so I'm sorry you know, Cronk Cronk with Cronk the needle on the record? Oh, What's yeah, that oh, yeah, about? yeah oh, I, I don't know why this. we're
0: asking about this,
3: but Put go ahead. Put the on
0: the record.
2: Okay, the last scene mm-hmm. in Dirty Dancing. Oh, when they're about okay. to do their final uh-huh. performance. Yeah. Patrick Swayze asks somebody to play the record. Yeah. He puts the needle on mm-hmm. the record, and out of the speakers comes a song full of synthesizers <laughs> and having the time of their life. You can't do it's that. It's called theatrical life. No, but you can't do that. You, can't you do can that. have the song over the the dancing, uh-huh. but the All fact right. that Who they put says the needle <laughs> <Who> on <laughs> the <record? laughs>
0: Oh my gosh. Who says you can't do that? You can also, do whatever you can't? want. It's have Hollywood. Have you seen The Great
3: Gatsby? Which one? <laughs> they like the new one. <laughs> With, you Remember the Lea most no. recent? Mm-hmm. They yeah, have some out of it. touch music, mm-hmm. I and it's quite it. enjoyable.
2: I didn't see mm. that though.
0: Um, did you see uh, Baz? <laughs> did
2: you see Baz? One, no, that. Oh no, what's that? That
0: honey, that's from Moulin Rouge. Oh, yeah, but didn't different they different do movie. a song
3: like that? And, yes, they did. Did, did, did you Mulan see? Rouge?
0: Did you see the Baz Luhrmann's uh, Romeo and Juliet? Yeah, but, I, there were some non.
3: Shakespearean, Shakespearean
0: music, music in there. Yeah, yeah, but that th- had
3: a modern day setting.
0: Yes, correct, Donnie.
2: Donnie's so, right. There you go. Da- that, yeah, wow. and also if you're talking. I feel like
3: you you don't bring a, you know, <laughs> oh my gosh. a butter knife.
0: I guess, no, I brought
2: so, a spoon.
3: Don't mess with me on that. <laughs> I always. brought
0: a spoon and a pint of Hagendahl <laughs> <But>, <laughs> <which I laughs> and put my feet up. Now
3: and was compared like, okay. to these but
2: the thing with geez. Dirty Dancing geez. is, oh is that God. it is
0: in the early
2: 60s and he puts the needle down. Now, if he didn't put the needle <laughs> down, there wouldn't be an issue with that. Where there they're saying that this movie exists in a certain time, in a I certain like space,
0: <laughs> when they don't have
2: synthesized. I, okay, I have a question. I feel like
0: Holly wrote an entire paper
2: on
3: your this parents ever, in school. When you were growing up, did your parents ever just tell you to go to your room?
0: <laughs> no.
3: They, they barely knew her name.
0: Can we tell you to <laughs> yes. go to your room? Okay. Go to your room! <laughs> hey, you,
3: you, what's your name? Go away.
0: Uh, hey, stay tuned for Lori and Julia coming up next, and we'll be back on Monday. Thanks for hanging Hillary. today on My Talk 107. Holly, One.
3: whatever your name is.
1: We'll bring the love of cloud. You bring your passion to change the world. With NetApp, you'll experience secure access to your data anywhere, anytime. Running your apps on the clouds of your choice. Machine learning and automation to optimize infrastructure. It's time to unlock all of data's possibilities. What we're doing with the cloud is just the beginning. NetApp, for the love of cloud. Tap the ad or visit netapp.com love to see how amazing the cloud can be. 8 out of 10 individuals who visit RMA New Jersey Fertility Center make their vision of parenthood a reality. For more than 20 years, RMA New Jersey's expert fertility specialists and an 83% birth success rate have helped bring home more than 50,000 healthy babies to loving families. RMA New Jersey Fertility Center. Building families, one healthy baby at a time. Visit rmanetwork.com to learn more. That's rmanetwork.com.